Hi, welcome to this week's episode of We're in Trouble Now, the podcast where you, the listener, just get to eavesdrop and see what it's like to have a conversation with my mom and I over this here kitchen table. This week, we talk about New Year's resolution. We talk about bringing in the new year. We talk about the difference between resolutions and goals. We kind of deep dive, you know, basically breaking down how we break apart things and, you know, where Robert's going in the direction of his YouTube channel and things like that. After that, we play another game of who knows what and where and how. Um, In this week's episode, We're in Trouble Now. All right, thank you for listening. We're in, we're in, we're in, we're in trouble now. We're in trouble now. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Yay. This, is, this is the new, beginning of the new year. Yes. And Indy um, would like to say, <laughs> too. <laughs> the problem is you think you're the funniest person I in the world. I am funny. I mean, is that not funny? I mean, okay. So how do you think she would say Happy New Year? Um, how would Indy... Well, Indy doesn't... She's a dog, first of all. Okay, so if, if Indy no could talk. She of time. She'd probably be like, Happy Happy New Year. Oh, she would not. She has... How do you think she would talk? She'd be like, Hello. How are you? What is she? <laughs> Why does she sound she's stuck in a whale? She's, she's the whale on Finding Nemo. Okay. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> So, just so you all know, I just took an aspirin, so I'm a little goofy. That's not how aspirin work. <laughs> That's a big aspirin. You know what aspirin is made out of? Asp. Yep. <laughs> I believe. It comes from an asp tree. No, it is a tree. Yeah, it is from a tree. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't know if it's an asp, but asp. it is. I believe it is it a bark or a root from a tree or plant. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't think it was really an aspirin. It was an Advil. <laughs> Okay, so do you want to tell them why you had to take aspirin or Advil? Because I have a hurt thumb. Okay. Thank you, Brandon. <laughs> Thank you for the the worst explanation of anything. Okay. So yesterday, um, Robert and I, so we're in California. And yes. when it rains in California, sometimes we're not very prepared because we don't see rain very often. Yeah. So um, we were taking Indy for her um, afternoon walk and... Um, we were not prepared for the water falling out of the sky, also called rain. <laughs> so, so um, Robert decided to go on this walk in yeah. shoes that I felt were completely inappropriate they were my for Crocs. a walk. Yeah, with no socks. You don't, okay, well, the socks wouldn't have made any difference. Yeah, but it was just grossing me out to think that your bare feet were in there sloshing around. Slo- okay, first of all, my bare feet don't slosh anywhere. <laughs> and I can't believe you don't know this, but I generally do not wear socks. I know with that. most shoes. I, I don't know. wear socks. I don't wear... Sh- the only time I would wear socks is to the gym. Yes. And very rarely with my Doc Martens. I know, but the difference is, is that with your... Because I see your other shoes that you wear, like your van slip-ons and your moccasins. Or your... My moccasins. Your, yeah. And, um, but the difference with the clock with the Crocs is they have those little openings on the top. And I was thinking that rain was falling into those holes and getting my feet wet. (laughs) Yes. And it was disturbing. I mean, it's just a simple fact that you have thought that much about my feet is disturbing. Yes. So, okay. So we're going for a walk and then it started to rain. Correct. So we started going faster and then we were just messing around. I mean, truthfully, I was laughing so hard. I was crying. Yeah. You you spit on me and then um, (laughs) you were like running in place. Yeah. Because it started to rain and I'm like, well, I'll go and I'll grab the car and come back to get you. So I was pretending to like um, run. run. But she was just like running as fast as I was walking. Yeah. So I thought that was kind of 
kind of funny because you're like, why are you running and you're not getting any farther? And it yeah. was just because, you know, I can't run very fast. Yeah. So we were having a really good time. So then what happened is, is it started raining a little bit harder and I started to like do my running in place and I was looking at Robert. No, like, you were, you were, I, I think I had said something and you looked up. Well, so I had said something and you were, cause you were, you were making fun that I was walking with my hands balled up. Yeah, because you were walking very angrily. I was I was not. I was holding the dog. No, with your other hand. Both, with uh, your free hand. Yeah. That you so reach my, into your... Nobody's sp- hand is straight out, though. That's the no, thing. No, but it, you can have, like, like a limp hand. I don't have... I don't, I don't have a limp hand. Well, you would just... Your your body mannerisms appeared angry. Well, you just spit on me. <laughs> so... How do you know it wasn't the rain? Because you, you literally were laughing so hard, la- yelling that I just spit on you. <laughs> Well, I was trying to distract you from yeah. the rain. So anyway, so Robert said something to me and I looked up at him because uh, he is quite a bit taller than I am. And I wasn't watching where I was going. We were walking really fast. Yeah, because of the rain. Because of the rain. And I myself did not have appropriate rain shoes on. And um, I was actually wearing like slip on Uggs. And um, I tripped. Yeah. The sidewalk, you know how sometimes the sidewalk... Um, buckles a little bit because the roots of the of the tree had pushed the sidewalk up, yeah. so it was uneven. Yeah, so I just caught my foot on that, and um, down I went. Down you went. Yeah, and I landed um, pretty much on my left, my left hand, and then my knee, and my, and then I mm-hmm. kind of rolled over on my hip. Yeah, a little. but you had jammed your thumb in the concrete. Yeah, so like you fell, and your thumb took a lot of the force. Yeah. And so when you came back up, your thumb was like already turning purple. So I, th- I thought for sure it was broken. Yeah. It, it was already um, really swollen and very mm. purple. So I was like, mm, well, I just broke my thumb. Yep. So we went and um, went to the hospital. We went to the ER Yeah. and got some x-rays. And fortunately it was not broken. Mm-hmm. And um, I, so I just have a splint on my hand. But I mean, the doctor said there could be a, like a real like fine. She said there there has been the possibility of if it hurts in a week after this and the swelling hasn't gone down, the chances are you may have a very small hairline fracture. Yeah. But that is not the case because she said that when she was just said that this this yeah. has happened before. She's not saying, hey, you know, this has the possibility. She's like, hey, if it if it still hurts in a week, this is what it is. Yeah. And what I was going to say before um, somebody decided Corrected. to. No, I was just saying, she said there was a possibility that there could be a hairline fracture, but yes. I'm, I've ha- broken my arm before mm-hmm. and I don't believe that that will be the case because okay. I just don't, I think it's just a sprain mm-hmm. and a bruise and a, yeah. a well, bing and a bing and a boom. Well, the swelling already looks like it's going down, so you're okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's just the bruising and it's just really tender to touch. Yeah. So, so that's why I took, that's the long story as to why I took a Motrin aspirin thing. Yeah. The hospital was really quick too. Yeah, I was surprised. I was like, oh, New Year's Eve on, on a rainy a California Saturday. day on a Saturday. Yeah, like this is going to be packed. It was really just like six sick people and that was it. Yeah. One guy had a, a RVC or something like that. It was a respiratory infection. Is that the... That was the kid who kept coughing a whole lot. Oh, yeah. Um, then that um, father and... Or no, that son and mother combo, she had pneumonia. Mm-hmm. And then there was like two other people who were like, they looked like they were through the ringer. That one lady really worried. Yeah. That one lady really worried me about when she was walking because she was almost tumbling over and I was really hoping they were going to put her in a wheelchair. Yeah. And then uh, you didn't see it because I think you're getting your x-ray, but there was one guy and he was in a hard time. And then that was when we were, when we were back actually in the emergency room, she was like, Oh, so-and-so is going to die. That was that guy. 
because he's ref- he was refusing a lot of medical aid. I think I know which one mm-hmm. it was because they were still like running tests on him and mm-hmm. stuff, kind of. But I think he left. Yeah, he left, and that's why they were saying that, like, oh, he's just gonna die. Like, he's not he's not accepting medical help. Yeah. 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 Which is, you know, it's got to be hard to see. I don't know. I was I think about that sometimes too. Like, if I they were like, oh, you only have so and so long to live. Like, do you want like let's stay here and make it comfortable? I was like, oh, I. <laughs> I, I've always been under the notion that I would want to like die like in the woods or something. See, but I don't know if he had like um, a terminal disease. I thought it was just more like... It seems like just like a sickness that yeah. could be fixed if he like fixed it. Yeah, they sounded more frustrated than mm-hmm. anything else. Yeah. It's like, you know, um, they were going as fast as they could. I mean, mm-hmm. there was a bunch of people to be seen and, you know, I don't know. I, I mean... We've been very fortunate each and each time that we've gone that we've gotten in and, and out pretty fast. But they yeah. they seem to you know constantly be um, working on somebody. Yeah, it's an emergency know. room. Yeah. Well, no, I meant like even the people in the waiting room. Yeah. They had already been seen and yeah. triaged, and their yeah. treatment started. Yeah. Because I mean, we were setting out in the um, for a while out in the waiting room, but mm-hmm. they had already like seen me and de- taken yeah. my vitals and ordered the. Yeah. the x-ray, even though we were sitting out there. Yeah, they were just very efficient. Yeah, yeah, because I was just thinking, because in the past, like when I used to take Barbu, mm-hmm. they didn't do anything until you got into the bath. Yeah. And now yeah. it seems like it's a little bit more of a triage yeah. while you're actually waiting, which is kind of cool because it gets the process started. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, I'm happy. I mean, we should we should get like a punch card by now. But. I'm hoping that um, this is kind of it and mm. I don't do anything again until the end of next year or actually idea. this year because it's the first. Yeah. So do you have any, I know we talked about this before, but do you have any New Year's resolutions um, or any goals that you've set? You know, I don't, well, yes and no. I mean, I have in, on my platform, mm-hmm. I have made some specific goals about like numbers and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and then um, my goal and see, now here's the thing, Robert, is, is like, for me, there's a difference between goals, um, resolutions, and just, you know, like changing your daily hey, r- routine. Stop eating soil, dummy. Sorry, she's got her, she's got her head in the potter plant. And she's like, this is great. This is like an all-you-can-eat buffet. <laughs> yeah. Don't do that. Ugh. What did you just get? She's like, it's okay. No, it's not okay. This dog, I swear. Okay, so continue. Oh, so I have a real problem distinguishing like, okay, resolutions. That's basically like at the beginning of the year, you say all these things that you want to change about yourself. I would yourself. say like affirmations. Okay. Like, I'm going to do this or I'm going to do that. Like okay. you set out positive affirmations. Okay. And then we have goals, mm-hmm. you know, like I like for specifically, like I want to have this amount of um, new followers on my platforms, mm-hmm. but then I also think that there's like another step where it's like, um, you know, it's not really, I've had to make some changes in my daily routine to get to the point where I can get my goals. And so what would you call those? Um, what would I call your changing of habits? Yeah. Just, just that, I would say. Okay, then, because what I've I'd say, done, like, lifestyle So, changes? for example, okay. um, at the beginning of the year, you know, I've made myself some new goals, and I, I want a certain amount of followers on my platforms. Sure. So, in order to achieve that, I've had to rearrange my daily um, way of thinking. Yeah. And so, um, I'm going to just shift it around a little bit. I'm going to go live much more on my platforms. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, is that a New Year's resolution? That I would say I so. Would be yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it's I, yeah, I would say so. Or just like, what's your intentions of the year? And your intention is to grow more 
in your platform. So there's your New Year's resolution. Yeah, I don't know. I see the thing is, is and I know that we've said this before, but I'm not a real fan on like like a resolution. Mm. Yeah. And like I was even talking on the lives today. It's like there's a difference in the way I look at it is a you know, and again, I look at it as a very like um, addict kind of way. Yeah. I don't like to say things like I want to, you know, let, for example, like I want to lose 15 pounds. Yeah. And then, you know, if you don't see like that weight loss by a certain time, you feel like a failure. So, you know, so my, my new year's resolution could be like, I want to lose 15 pounds this year. Okay. I think that you should have like, um, check-in goals. Like in three months, I want to be down two pounds, you know, in four months, I want to be down four pounds because otherwise you just constantly feel like you're not achieving your goal. Um, I understand. I understand the concept of it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I understand. I understand where you're coming from. But I think if you're like, oh, I'm going to lose 15 pounds, I think it's more of I think for a New Year's resolution, like I said, it was more of like intention. So you would just change your habits. See, and that's another thing I said. Yeah. I don't think that you should be like, I'm going to go on a diet because yeah. diets are temporary. Yeah. You can't be on a diet for the rest of your life, yeah. but you can change your, your and eating habit. habits yeah. and your caloric uh, yeah. intake. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm going to live a healthier lifestyle. Yeah. You know, things like that are to me a healthier way to look at things. And it's just, I mean, it's like such a minor, like little blink. The mm-hmm. way you think about it, the way you say it, yeah, ha- I, to me makes a much larger impact. That's understandable. Yeah. So yeah, okay. So what about you? Same, pretty much. Just grow my platform on, on YouTube. So now, have you given yourself like any specific numbers or like check-in dates? I'd like to see. No, I'd like. I just. I mean, I, ideally, I'd like to see ten thousand subscribers by this time next year, and okay. that's about it. And how I get there is never, no, never much mind. I don't know. Or I, I, I don't really have a particular path, but I just like to see steady growth. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah. Now, have you done anything like we are going to implement any change or are you just going to kind of go? You uh, know? We change like in what way? Well, okay. So usually like in a resolution that it, that signifies change. Yeah. Like I'm going to lose five pounds, which would mean I have to change the way that I eat sure. and all of that. Yeah. So now you're just like, well, I'd like to have this many subscribers. Yeah. Is there anything that, you know, are you going to do your, your platform differently? Are you going to implement any new, new strategies? Uh, yeah, well, I'm going to, um, I came across an idea that's been really successful lately in terms of like making content. So I'm just going to continue doing that. Do you want to tell us what it is or do you just leave us guessing? So the video game I play, it came out in 2020. Are you okay? Yeah. I, I heard something, but it was a little cat. Ah, uh, came out in 2020. So, and people are really, really good at this video game. And, you know, any guide or any tip video has already been made or there's somebody that's a lot better at, at the video game to know it. I just started playing a little bit ago. So, you know, I really enjoy the video game. It's it's something that I like playing. And the question in therein lies, like, how do you make content for something that, you know, has already kind of, in a way, been completely saturated, right? Mm-hmm. So I, what I did is in the game you're in a pregame lobby for 70 some odd seconds. And so I, what I decided to do is I decided to turn the 70 some odd seconds into a game show. Oh, fun. So I turn it, it's, it's called a uh, you betcha. I'm still look, working on a name, but so far we got you betcha. Yeah. I've got a bunch of sound effects in my little, um, have you ever seen it? Have you ever heard it? No. Oh, it's actually really fun. Um, so I put a little sound effects and, you know, little audience claps and little theme song. And yeah. I ask three trivia questions. 
And most of the time, like today we did it, you get a bunch of weird like silences. Yeah. And people just, they're just, you know, because obviously nobody's expecting a game show when they look into a lobby. <laughs> yeah. So I kind of catch them off guard. Um, I have only, I don't say I've only gotten, but I've gotten pretty good uh, feedback on it. Oh, good. And so a lot of people are like, well, what do you do for a living? Like you sound like an announcer. You sound like this or, you know, you, you know, you, sh- you sound like you should be on radio. And like, that was originally why I went to college. Right. Right. Cause I had, I had gone to school in aspiration of being a late night talk show host. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it ultimately led to broadcasting journalism and then, you know, my current occupation and videography and things like that. But it wasn't until like two days ago where I was like, shit, I could actually continue my dream of being a late night talk show host. It's yeah. just in a different platform and a different medium than what I originally thought I was going to do. I absolutely love that. Sorry. I'm almost fell off my stool. It's okay. It's <laughs> just a lot of movement. Um, well, I almost fell. I, well, that, I mean, it's fine, but don't hurt the mic. Oh, I'm sorry. That's what kept You've me from falling. You've already fallen, though. I know. I do that a lot, um, but continue. So I, would, I, I was thinking about it today in the shower. I was like, it'd be really cool if, like, you know, this style of content catches on mm-hmm. and it becomes more popular and then people know me for this style of content. And what I, ultimately, I think it'd be really cool is if at some point I kind of made my own TV show. Yeah. Or my own... Uh, like a little uh, game show? Game show. Mm-hmm. Yes. Excuse me. Game show. And what I would do is if I was successful enough... Um, or big enough in the, in the channel that I would invite other content creators, other video game streamers on to be a guest celebrity. And then I would pick like three people from the audience, right? Oh, so they would be like, we'd vet them and we would grab three people from the audience um, and they would have a chance to compete alongside one of their favorite streamers. And I think that'd be really, really cool. Oh yeah. You know, so um, that's something I'm going to work for in 2023. You know what? That is just such a beautiful and unique and really cool idea. Cool, right? right? Yeah. Yeah. Because I remember, um, and, and when you were saying like, you know, you always had these aspirations mm-hmm. and then, you know, you went a different direction, but now you see how you can do it. Yeah. That's the beautiful thing about YouTube and, um, social media. Yeah. It's like, um, I remember being like, um, when CBS did that horrible interview on me, yeah. I'm like, you know what? I, I felt like, um, I was like, wow, that's really horrible because people are going to think a certain way of me. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't need to wait for somebody to tell my story. I can tell my own. Exactly. And then I was like, oh, you know what? Maybe one day I'll be on you know, TV. I'm like, I don't have to wait for that. I can do my style of content yeah. any day I want mm-hmm. on YouTube. Yeah. And it's really cool that you know, you've, you've picked up on that thought. Yeah. And, um, I think it's even more cool that it's like from, you know, what's the saying? It's like, sometimes, uh, you know, you, you think you're going to be doing one thing and then that doesn't work. And then something even better comes out of it. I don't know. I mean, I, the only thing that's saying, the only saying that comes to mind is out of the ashes comes the Phoenix or rises the Phoenix. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think I was thinking something um, like that, but yeah, no, it's, you know, it's, it's interesting too, because like, there, I mean, I, I was thinking about it. I've been thinking about it, right? Because I, as of today, this is my 26th day of learning this video game, and I've, mm-hmm. I've been counting because it's a very, it's a very difficult game, and um, so it's been 26 days, and the whole time I'm like, oh well, this is the only game that I've enjoyed playing since Super People, uh, which is the the game I originally started with, um, and I was like, well, how do I make content? Mm-hmm. I can't just stream. I can't just make this thing because that's not you don't get discovered that way. I right. mean, the chances of you, you know, making it big off of like putting your, all your eggs in one basket is not lucrative and it's not even, you know, so I was like, well, I'm not going to be wasting my time, you know, just doing this. So I, every, something has to be productive. And mm-hmm. I'm like, well, how do I make a name for myself or how do I stand out or how do I break through? And, um, 
Yeah, it's really interesting. I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't remember how I thought of it, but. Um, well, I know you started the idea where, um, remember where you asked somebody like a question and they had like this totally off the wall answer and you actually had to bleep it out and you made a short out of that. Mm-hmm. I, it's, I think ever since then, it's yeah. been kind of sparking in well, there. Well, that style of content is really popular on TikTok. Mm-hmm. So like those interviews where you're in the, there's Valorant is the game. So it's you're in Valorant lobbies and you just meet some weird characters, yeah. just funny interactions. And so I wanted funny interactions in the lobby already. And I was like, well, what do I, what do I bring to the table? And people always say, I sound like I should be on TV or I sound like a teacher. I've always said that. Yeah. And, you know, and then I enjoy doing it. I enjoy being that personality. And, um, I'm really going to, um, really push for that style of, um, being that personality, Mm -hmm. you know? So, so let me ask you this, um, because I know that when we were talking earlier, you were talking about like trying to make it shorter to Mm -hmm. put on shorts. Yeah. So it's, But, mm. but what about actually trying to make it longer to make that your YouTube? Yeah. So I was talking about that today in chat and what I'm going to do is, the interactions in the lobby are only about 70 to 78 seconds each, okay. right? So YouTube shorts are 60 seconds, which is perfectly fine. I'm just going to have to cut out the end part, which is mm-hmm. no big deal. Um, I'll put everything on TikTok. When I was talking to them today, I was talking to people who were watching me live stream it. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to do um, like a weekly uh, compilation. That's what I was just yeah, going to so suggest. Once yeah. Every, I would say every, every Monday, cause I'll work on it on Sunday afternoons, every Monday I'll post that compilation on my YouTube channel. Um, in terms of like discoverability, in terms of something that somebody would want to watch. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. So I'll be growing in four different aspects, right? So the right. video, YouTube shorts, live streaming and TikTok. So I'm, you know, gearing into a, a productive, um, goal. And it's funny because I was talking to, again, people in the live stream and they were like, what's your goal for 2023? And I said, I'd like to get um, 10,000 subscribers on YouTube, which is uh, 8,000, uh, like 150 away. Right. Mm-hmm. And my buddy Dennis, who lives in Bulgaria, he was like, oh no, dude, that's way too small. He's like, you got to shoot for 50. And I was like, fuck dude, imagine if I got 50. Yeah. So really quick, um, that would be awesome. But I, I definitely, without being, and I never want to... I'm just going to say it. Sure. I think you should go for 50. Sometimes I think, yeah. truthfully, sometimes mm-hmm. I think that, um, big goals, mm-hmm. I won't say scared. I won't say intimidated, mm-hmm. but you keep the goal smaller because you're, you're so focused on succeeding. I don't know. I mean, I, I, to be honest with you, I'm not, I'm never really a big, it's weird. Cause I'm not really, I don't really care too much about the subscriber count to be, if we're going to be hundred percent, it's nice because it means more money, but that does, you know, big, even if you have a hundred thousand subscribers, your content is going to be just as good at a hundred thousand as it is a hundred, you know? So like I'm, I'm more oriented on making good content. Mm-hmm. Um, and however many subscribers I get in the, in the journey of making good t- content is whatever it is. See, I think you're going to make good content regardless yeah. because that's just who you are. Mm-hmm. You're going to, you're not going to produce something that isn't great. And the one, um, creator that I've been watching on YouTube that mm-hmm. I've been trying to get a lot from, she calls giving it the, the chef's kiss. Like, yeah. like, you know, don't post it until you can actually yeah, exactly. say that. 100%. And I 100% know that that's always been the content that you've done. Mm-hmm. But I think in, and I don't want to insult you and I don't mm-hmm. want to say anything, but I just think that pushing yourself outside of that comfort zone sure. and just being like, you know what? I am going to make great content yeah. and I have the capability of getting 50,000 subscribers yeah. Uh, yeah. is like a healthy 
thought. I mean, it keeps you, sometimes I think you keep yourself kind of, like I said, you keep yourself small Mm -hmm. because that's where your comfort is. That's fair. And you don't, it's, it's easier because to you, you have kind of like a pass or fail. Mm -hmm. There's no middle ground. You either succeed or you don't succeed. And I think when you keep your goals and everything a little bit smaller, it's easier for you to say, well, you know what? I succeeded because I had such a small goal. I think, well, I think I I like, I like the idea of micro goals. So, um, you know, like if I was to get, let's just say again, my goal is 10,000 at the Mm -hmm. end of the year. Let's just say I get to 10,000 by March. Okay, great. And then my goal extends a little further. So I'm okay. I'm at 10,000. Let's see if I can get to 5,000 by 20, the end of 2023. And then right. I, like, I'm not, I'm not, I think you are, I think you are correct though, in terms of pass or fail, mm-hmm. because if I don't get that 10,000, then it's a fail. Yeah. Right. Whereas anything over 10,000 is a plus. So, you know, I, it doesn't seem to me, I guess I don't see the, the, the pro of guessing or aiming too high. Right. You, the, the whole thing is this, I, and I think for me, it personally mm-hmm. comes down to when I try to encourage you to put a higher goal, it's because I want you to um, to see what you're capable oh, of yeah. a little bit more yeah. than the credit that you give yourself. Yeah, well, I, I mean, you know, they, they say that what is it? The proof is in the pudding, right? Yeah. So I've been doing this like game show type of, of um, content for mm-hmm. this. Today is my second day. So when the, when this airs, it'll be my third day. And, you know, I've only interacted with maybe about, dude, maybe 50 people. Mm -hmm. And out of the 50 people, people have been like, oh, wow, you have a voice for a radio. You have a voice for, you know, what's your, you know, what do you do for a living? Are you a broadcaster? Things like that. You sound like a weatherman. You know, just the fact that I have gotten so many responses in the direction of that. And it's only my my um, subject groups, only like 50 people means that I'm in the right realm in the right um, forte for this kind of stuff. And right. I mean, that that all points towards the direction in which I inadvertently started that, what, dude, maybe like 10, I'd say about 10, 11 years ago, mm-hmm. you know? And and I think that's, and I think it's fun. And it, what's yeah. cool too, and like you say, with the CBS thing, you know, like I don't have to wait for a TV show to pick me up. I don't have to wait for a late night um, game show to pick me up. I can make everything by myself. Yeah. And, and I think, I honestly, I think maybe that's what, it deterred me away the first time ago and why I kind of like haven't really pursued it is because I was like, well, nobody will ever pick me or, oh, they've already got Jimmy Fallon or Alex Trebek is already, you know, there. Drew Carey is already there. Like they're, they're not gonna, they're not looking for anybody. Mm -hmm. Whereas like they don't have to, you know, I can make my, I can make my own sound. I can make my own personalities and I can do it by my, on my own terms. Mm -hmm. You know, I I can make my own, I I can forge my own path kind of thing. And I think, Maybe I just wasn't ready to kind of yeah, trailblaze that own thing. Cause it, you know, I'm not going to lie. It was scary. The first mm-hmm. couple of times I had to have my friend Jamie come in and she had to do it with me, Yeah, you know, cause I was a really, I was, I was nervous. But just here um, the other day. Yeah. I, I started yeah. this, uh, what's today? Sunday. So I started this on Friday and Jamie, she's lives in New York and, um, I, you know, I, I had come up with the idea that morning mm-hmm. and Jamie just so inadvertently, um, was there when I did my first try. And so I was like, Oh, I was really nervous. And I got a lot of my words. I stumbled over a lot of my words. I go, Jamie, tell me what we won. And she was like, uh, she was like a gift card. I was like, that's perfect. That's a good idea. So, so now when people win, I give, uh, you know, I say I'm going to give them a Starbucks gift card to any local participating Starbucks's. Yeah. Um, now are you actually going to give Starbucks? No, I don't have $5 to give. Well, then you really need to disclose that. No, it's a, it's a gimmick. It's all mine. It's a joke. It doesn't matter. 
Dude, you have to come up with like a, either a fake yeah. prize or you're going to have to actually pony up a Starbucks no. card. No. Well, because, okay, so you are a 13-year-old boy on the internet. A stranger who's playing the same game as you says you won a contest and he needs your address to send you a gift card. Okay, you have to understand and you have to look at it in bigger terms. Yeah. When you start getting bigger and you yeah. actually start getting monetized, yeah. these people are going to come after you for false advertisement or they're going to be like, he said this, but it wasn't true. I'm just mm. saying, if you're, you know what, because you have a really good product that yeah. actually can, exp, you know, make it, yeah. you need to start protecting yourself as if you already have okay. made it. Okay, so then what would you use as a grand prize? What would you do? You know, a, a trip to the moon or, you know, you can say you can go on a, on a e date with me. Yeah. Something like okay. that. You know, something that isn't tangible. Okay. Because right now Starbucks cards are tangible. Okay. And let's just say somebody really. You okay. Know, that's fair. That's understandable. Yeah. From, from a legal point of view. Absolutely. Um, but then again, I guess it's a verbally, it's a verbally binding contract because it is, you know, through the live stream and there is video documentation of me saying it. Oh yeah. Sure. Okay. Um, yeah, and like I said, you've always told me create yeah. your content now as if you've already succeeded. Okay. Because what you say and what you put out there is never going to go away. Okay. And you don't. And once you are bigger, yeah. I mean, like Mr. Beast, I yeah. guarantee you, if he was saying that he was going to give something away sure. and didn't, okay. Now that he's a gazillionaire, they'd be coming after him with a civil lawsuit more than a five dollar gift okay. card. So then, okay, that's that's understandable. And if, mm -hmm. honestly, if we do it like that, it would cut my like little like skit down to the appropriate length for a YouTube short. Yeah. You know, their grand prize can be like, um, uh, they get a special sound. Uh, no, I was, no, no. I, I would say 30 seconds of uninterrupted eye contact with me. Yeah. Something like that. And, and they just stare. Yeah. Well, they can't, I mean, they obviously can't see me because oh. it's, it's through audio. Oh, okay. So they, they only hear my audio. Yeah. But I would just do something silly Yeah, I'll do like something that. like that. Yeah. That yeah. sounds a lot better. Yes. Um, yeah. Okay. J just in terms of like, yeah, I get it. Maybe one day, like when the channel gets bigger and we actually have celebrities, and at that know, point, when yeah, it's monetized, we can give away things. Oh, absolutely! You, know, you give away like you know computer parts or things like that. That'd be really cool. Yeah, because then companies would sponsor the show. Absolutely, you know? absolutely. I'm just yeah, and like that's I said, fair. Robert, that's understandable. Yeah, I, and I totally get it. Um, yeah. you know, it's really it's a really reasonable um, uh, concern. Mm -hmm. You know, so I like that. Okay, I'll do a lot yeah. better. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I definitely, um, and I appreciate you actually mm -hmm. listening to my suggestion mm -hmm. and, um, seeing what I was saying. Yeah. It's totally, I mean, it totally makes sense. Mm -hmm. Um, and then another thing I was going to do was, I, I just thought of this right now, but it'd be kind of funny if I was like, uh, like a intro to judge Judy because, <laughs> you, because you get, you get randomly assigned with five people, right? Yeah. So it's me and then four other random people. So it'd be really funny if I had like the judge Judy sound and I'm like, Oh, today's episode of Burt's court. Yeah. You know, we see the defendant and it's going to be like, I'll just pick a random name Yeah. claims that the prosecutor, then I'll pick another name stole their, you know, you know, Mountain Dew Baja Blast from Taco Bell. Yeah. You know, and so, well, like in today's hearing of Burt's Court. Kind of yeah. Thing. So like something like that would be fun. And then thought about like a radio show calling in and things like that. So, yeah. And, and absolutely. And this 100% makes me so happy because mm. this ties into, again, your comedic background yeah. that you've always had a flair for, yeah. you know, putting together these ideas that are absolutely doable. Yeah. And again, it just makes me really happy to hear all of these creative things, mm -hmm. just like ching, 
ching, yeah. ching, like unraveling. Yeah. Well, I remember as a kid, right? I remember I was about 17, 18, mm-hmm. and I started making uh, videos to send to just my friend group, like Patrick and things like that. And and I remember th- those were the happiest moments. Mm-hmm. Uh, of, I remember those. Yeah. Of when I would do things. Like I remember I, I did one where I like looked through our yearbook and I sent it to Patrick and the yeah. guys and things like that. And I remember laughing so hard. And, and I remember how, you know, Arian has just been, all, he always, he thinks I'm the funniest person in the world. Well, and you so, are funny. um, you know, things like that. And, and it's weird because like there was for the longest time where, you know, I felt like you had to be good at the video game or you had to have a certain, style or you had to have like the certain personality and a lot of people I think as as well as I did are still stuck in that kind of routine and I'm just now starting to figure out like hey it's way cooler to find your own path it absolutely know? is but and I know you're gonna just roll your eyes at me for saying this mm-hmm. but a lot of that thinking and mm-hmm. that mentality was um triggering was from your childhood sure and growing up in the abusive household that you did yeah you know and what do you, wait what do you mean well, I mean, because you've always been a perfectionist. Oh, okay, okay, okay. You know, and yeah. when I say abusive, I mean, it was because I, I was drinking yeah, it was and, hard. and I was, yeah. I wasn't the kindest yeah. mom. Well, Robin Williams always said like, well, how did you get so funny? He goes, childhood trauma. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You use humor as a coping mechanism. Mm-hmm. So in a lot of ways, you know, like you, you know, the, the experiences that I experienced as a child led to who I am now and who I am now is somebody who's having a game show on a video game. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, is because when you were going to your video content creating, you went into it almost white knuckle with the perfectionist, with the perfectionist. Mm -hmm. I mean, to the point where you would have like, almost like hyperventilate because if you were not perfect, you didn't think that nobody would watch. Exactly. And that's kind of like the mindset that Brandon's in right now like you know with fishing Mm -hmm. you know he's really worried that if he's not a great fisherman Mm -hmm. it's not going to have the content but he needs to get to where you are now and realize a lot of it is your personality sure what you have to say you know yeah but it's also taking me it's taking me five years of streaming i know to get there oh trust me i know. know it's been a long long path and um yeah i don't know i mean i don't know what clicked all of a sudden one day it was just like Okay, what do I got to do? And then all of a sudden I can't stop coming up with ideas. Yeah. You know? I mean, I don't know. Why did one day you wake up and be like, I'm just not going to drink anymore. Yeah. You just knew it was time. Yeah. yeah. And um, I was talking, I was on a live, I think. And, oh, yeah. And, and just kind of like a silly little like kind of thing. It's like somebody asked me about me buzzing my hair. Yeah. And they're like, will you ever grow it back? And yeah. I'm like, no, it took me this long to get this confident to do it. I like what I see. Yeah. And I'm like, sometimes I wish I had have done it sooner. Sure. I would think of like all those years of suffering with my hair, my, my insecurities, mm-hmm. like all those times of going to San Francisco and, and just almost be in tears because I couldn't get, I couldn't, I, I didn't look on the outside like I wanted to that like I looked on the inside. Yeah. So and I was like, I don't know what happened and what triggered it, but I just knew it was the right time. Sure. And it's kind of like with with you. It's mm-hmm. like, you know, you didn't do this any sooner because it wasn't it wasn't the right time. Yeah. Well, I, I, yeah. I mean, I think I, I fall into that same pitfall, too. I'm like, fuck, if only I had done this sooner, if only I had done this. And, you know, like those are those are, I guess, normal um, what's the word I'm thinking of? Normal regrets. They're right? normal thoughts. Yeah. Um, yeah. I guess, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I guess I just wasn't ready to, I, maybe I wasn't f- 
comfortable enough with myself to kind of take that leap. Right. Cause I had always fallen into like, uh, Oh, I, you know, when I had streamed on Twitch, I was streaming in, it inadvertently led to like, I was streaming for, it was almost like I was streaming to impress other people mm-hmm. or I was streaming and people like their opinions mattered a lot more than my own. So I, I felt like I was adhering. I was like a yes man. Yeah. You know, and it felt like it wasn't even my channel anymore. You so were that, a puppet. I was a puppet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so that's why I ultimately took a, a year break and then started streaming on YouTube under a different name. Um, you know, now I'm, now I'm whatever I want to be. Right. And you, know? you have to understand too, Robert. I mean, it's like, how'd you have come up with this sooner, mm-hmm. but you didn't have the confidence that yeah, you have now? Yeah, I have gone you would have well. been producing different content. Yeah. Or I would have been very scared to do it. You know, the, the, the confidence and, and how I carry myself would come out differently. Exactly. You and know? that confidence and that personality and that yeah. voice and everything it's like the perfect storm yeah everything all combined yeah is making this the perfect time for this to happen yeah exactly so i always just want to be very um you know just again to kind of to iterate that doesn't sound right it doesn't sound right but to just say it again yeah you know, you have to be really careful about like that. Um, I wish I had done it sooner. Those pitfalls. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's just, you know, that's your negative psyche mm-hmm. kind of dragging you back. Um, yeah, no, it's fair. I mean, I don't, I don't really, I don't know. I don't, I don't really regret anything because everything I've done up until this point has led me to this point. So it's, it's hard to say, dang, I regret doing that or this and that, you know, cause ultimately that's what led me here. And where I'm at right now is, you know, that I'm very positive, a very, um, mm-hmm. you know, it's got a lot of potential for the future. So I'm That's really, awesome. like I said, I'm really excited for 2023. I'm really excited to see how this content grows. I have to start streaming on TikTok now, yeah. um, which is going to be, that's the part I'm more terrified about. I don't they're know mean. why. Yeah. They're mean and they yeah. suck. Yeah. And I don't, I can't believe I agree to it. Yeah. But the whole thing is, it's like, I mean, you didn't give a time frame as to how long you had. To yeah. Know. I'll tell her I'll do it from the hours of 12 to 1206. <laughs> the thing is, it's like, um, if it turns out to be negative, just yeah, don't just do it. it yeah. You know, and again, you have to be really careful. It's like you can't sacrifice mm-hmm. your your, your sure, platform yeah. because you told somebody you would. Well, I, well, the thing is, is I'm very I'm very proud of keeping my word. Right. That's one of the that's one of my biggest, um, one of my fastest ways for people to lose my respect is to not do what they say. Yes. And I can't hold people accountable if I don't adhere to that same philosophy of what I say, what what I say and what I mean are the exact same things. Exactly. And I think that that's a really, um, that's a really valiant Mm -hmm. trait, but you have a tendency to take it to the extremes to where it's almost self detrimenting because you've said your word. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's fair. And there's a big difference between, Hey, you know what? I said I would do it. I did it. And it's turning out to be a negative experience. Yeah. So therefore I'm going to give myself permission to stop. Well, I would only stream on TikTok once. Right. But it's the the bigger picture. I understand what you're saying. Yeah. Because you hold yourself to this high expectations of Mm -hmm. perfection Mm -hmm. and, Again, your trigger is if you say something, you have to do it. Yeah. But again, you take it to that super extreme. Oh yeah, yeah. If I said I was going to stab myself in the heart, I'd do it. Yeah. You know? Like that's the thing. And I and I and I expect anybody who said that to do the same. And yes. I, and I and I think I do get burnt because people don't mean what they say. Their their word isn't as concrete as yeah as as what I'd like it to be. And I think that's where I hold a lot of resentment with people is when people like like for example, Arian, right? Mm-hmm. He went surfing. I go, oh man, I'm not going to go surfing, but hit me up when you get back. Let's get coffee. He goes, all right, dude, I'll hit you up when I get back. And he never hit me up. And so like, you know, if that was me, I'd feel like terrible. I'd be like, hey man, 
either like a follow-up like, Hey, sorry, dude, I completely forgot. I completely spaced. I'm like, no worries. Accident happened. But you know, I just felt, you know, he obviously he knew when he was texting me that he wasn't going to hit me up for coffee. Yeah. But you have to understand too. I mean, I mean, your word is very important, yeah. but Aryan is Aryan, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. he's never been anything else. D- That's true. You yeah. know, it would be like walking up to a zebra and being mad that it's not a monkey. Yeah. You know, you, you like Aryan for who he is, mm-hmm. but you know, some people say things, um, you know, and I read a chapter in my book about that. Sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, like when you're covering up things in your life and you're constantly like covering it up, yeah. that, that ideology of like painting, like almost like lying yeah. becomes so ingrained. I mean, Aryan knew he wasn't going to call yeah. you, wasn't going to call you, but it's so ingrained and probably came out of his mouth so fast. Yeah. He didn't even subconsciously realize what he was doing. Okay. That's fair. That's you know fair. what I mean? Yeah. So for you, I mean, you'd be like, Oh, okay, I'm going to say this. And so, you know, you mm. you don't have like that whole like fibbing thing kind of sure. ingrained in you. Yeah. And I'm not saying Aryan is a perpetual fibber. Mm. I just think that he has done this kind of like kind of like I'm just going to say it, but I ain't going to really do it thing yeah. for so long. Yeah. He doesn't actually realize what sure, he's that's doing. That's fair. That's fair. So and where it really upsets you, he doesn't even know he's doing yeah. it. Yeah. 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 But yeah, no, I'm excited. I'm excited. I, I'm excited for you, Robert. You know, just thinking about the possibilities, I think that'd be really cool. I'd love to I'd love to get it going so it's actually really big. And you know, like I say, we do get those sponsorships where a guest can win something and something. And um I think it'd be really cool. I gotta think of a name for the show though. Because <laughs> right now it's called You Betcha. Mm-hmm. And I and I really like it, but I think we I need I like that I want the name of the show to be like the catchphrase for when you get something right. Okay. Yeah. You know what the whole thing is, is like, keep it for what it is right now mm-hmm. and then just let it develop. And yeah. when, and when it comes, it's going to come. Yeah. You know, at one point somebody's going to say something and you're going to be, that's it. Mm-hmm. You know, Yeah. that's going to, that's going to be the one. Yeah. So yeah, no, I'm really happy for you, Robert. And I'm really, it's, it's very nice to see that, you know, because I know super people didn't work out the way that you wanted it yeah, to. Yeah, the video game that I had put all my eggs in the basket, actually, rumor has it they're going to file for bankruptcy in mm-hmm. February. So the game that I was like, oh, this is my golden goose. This is what's going to bring me views. And this is what's going to bring me subscriptions and money and all that stuff. Yeah. Ultimately backfired in, in, in a way, in a, in a sense. I'm, I mean, I'm very happy with what I made and I'm very happy with how I grew my channel from then. But yeah, they're, they're completely, it's gone. So they kind of left me high and dry mm-hmm. in terms of making content. I'm like, okay, well the one thing that I was really going to rely on and I, I, you know, completely just pulled the rug under my feet. And so let's go ahead and go back in time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Had this have happened to you a couple of years ago, yeah. a year ago, even a year ago, I would have quit. Ago, you would have been devastated and it would have been like, I just can't do it. You know, Mm -hmm. you would have regressed into like your, like your safety net. Yeah. I would have been like, like, well, it's not for me. It's a sign, you know, I would have been like, well, I I was this personality. I was the, this content creator. Now that I can't make the content, I I have nothing to do. I'm not, I I would use that, that as an excuse, I think to quit. Yeah. And I don't think it, now I think you should be really careful when you say use it as an excuse, because I don't think, I, again, I think that was just your defense mechanism. Well, like running away? Y- well... I want to shut that door. Oh, uh, okay. Is the heater on? Yeah, oh. it sounds like it's on. Yeah. So, so um, it's raining in California. So, no, I just think that... Um, 
because I don't know when you say like make an excuse, it's almost like you're conscientiously doing that. And I don't think you conscientiously would have. I think it was ingrained in your subconscious. I was going to say, yeah, it's a subconscious Mm -hmm. kind of result. Whereas like I I would inherently try to run away. Yes. And like you say, I think maybe you're right. I think maybe sometimes, I think a lot of times I am afraid of success. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm, I'm, it's funny. I I joke about myself. I was like, I'm the biggest, I'm the biggest extrovert. That's secretly a really big introvert. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm an introvert that pretends to be an extrovert sometimes. Yes. And I 100% agree with you, but really quick, I do want to touch on that point that, that whole like making an excuse or mm-hmm. running away. Yeah. It was subconscious mm-hmm. and um, your subconscious is starting to, um, I think, heal yeah. to where you're, you're not, you don't have those fight or flight mm-hmm. instincts. Well, I'm more, I'm more confident with who I am as a person. Right. Yeah. So like when I was younger, I was very, un- I wasn't confident at all. Right. When I was drinking, I used that as a crutch to, mm-hmm. cause I didn't want to be me. I didn't, I didn't want to be me. I didn't want to be on this planet. I didn't want to do anything. You know, drinking was the easiest and, and fastest escape mm-hmm. to not, you know, address reality, to not participate in life. Right. One thing in the book I am going to say really quick, it it mentioned that a lot of times um, alcoholics Mm -hmm. drink to feel normal to fit in that. I would say so. Yeah. Yeah, I would say like, you know, like me drinking once I got drunk, I felt as if I could partake in society. Mm -hmm. Um, That's fair. I also, you know, there's a lot of times I was drinking. I was like, I hope I don't wake up. Yeah. Also too. Um, Yeah. I don't know. Uh, But I I would, and I don't mean to be, um, to be mean, but, um, even after you quit drinking, yeah. you weren't the most confident. No, person. I would say I would say that I really honestly didn't get confident until I would say maybe about a year, a year and a half ago. Yeah. If we're gonna be if we're gonna be hundred percent, I maybe it started like when I started lifting weights, or maybe when it started when I just started accepting and loving myself again. Yeah. You know, because there I would always I guess like you say, I would hold myself to some standards. Well, I'm not here yet. I'm a failure, or I'm mm-hmm. not doing this, I'm no good, or things like that. And I would I'd use these goals to kind of put me down. Well, that also too, and you had to be perfect because mm-hmm. you had no, you had no self-confidence. Yeah. So the simple fact, if you, if you tried to do something and it didn't turn out perfect, mm-hmm. you were already insecure and it just made you feel more insecure. Yeah. I would say that's accurate. Yeah. I would say that's completely accurate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whereas now I'm like, well, I know my self-worth and yeah. I think, and I think that's really important. And I think that came through, first of all, I think it really started first of all with boxing. Mm-hmm. with boxing and doing martial arts or, you know, combat sports yeah. and then ultimately weightlifting, you know, because, you know, it, it, that's why I really like weightlifting. And that's why I really like going to the gym is because you give yourself goals. And mm-hmm. when you achieve those goals, you're like, fuck, I feel really good. Yeah. I feel good about myself. You know, this is, this is a good feeling. I, I am the best version of myself. I am at that moment. Right. And it feels really good. And I think that inherently bleeds over into the rest of your life, you know, the rest yeah. of your daily routine. Yeah. No, it definitely, it's been, um, you know, your confidence, you know, and as your confidence grows, your creativity grows. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're not like, you're not trying to hide anymore. Well, yeah, because you're, you, you bottled up your creativity because with creativity, you try new things, you experiment, you 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 subject for your subject to fail, you're subject to fail, but you're, you're trying. And with your insecurity, you're like, you were very creative, Mm -hmm. but you were too scared to be creative. Yeah. I was just, now I'm thinking back on it. I think when I started streaming, I wanted to, I I think I I maybe tried very hard to fit in and not stick out and, and stay in the middle of the pack. Yeah. You know, and then I would get mad that my channel's not growing, but continue to do the same thing mm-hmm. and uh, the same mediocrity. 
You yeah. Know? Whereas now I'm like, oh, let's. And you I know. think that that's why you were you were such a people pleaser in the original channel, yeah. Because you weren't secure enough to be like, hey, you know what? This is my channel. If you don't like it, yeah, you know exactly. What? That's what yeah, it is. I'd, I'd be like, okay, well, I'm going to adhere to any personality to keep mm-hmm. you here mm-hmm. because if you're here, that means I'm successful. Su- yeah, yeah, exactly. You being in this channel means that I'm, you know, I'm validated or I'm even worthy. one toxic person in my channel still means that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, and whereas now I'm like, well, you know, obviously this channel's not for you. Like I had posted that uh, YouTube short which I thought was funny. It was, it was a really funny thing. And basically the context of it was you walk into the store, it's from the creators of Rick and Morty. You walk into the store and the guy you're in the video game, your gun talks, right? Mm -hmm. So the gun is like, Hey, do you have any, some such and such? I don't remember the context of it. And he goes, yeah, but I really want it. So if you, if you know, if you're going to, he's like, yeah, but you know, I I really like this item. So if you want it, it's going to cost you. And so my gun goes, yeah, that's usually how buying stuff works. Yeah. And I thought it was funny. I thought that was a very clever, really subtle like Mm -hmm. funny line you know it was one of those things that kind of just catches you off guard and I thought it was hilarious and so I posted that line in my interaction on YouTube shorts and it's Mm -hmm. gotten we looked this morning it's got a little under 400,000 views oh wow and I've gotten yeah I've gotten about 500 subscribers from it but I've also received about a thousand comments that have just like you're stupid you know you're dumb who would find this funny you know this guy this guy looks like he would laugh at this kind of joke just mean things like that oh yeah and before that would absolutely absolutely just derail me where I was now I'm like okay well fuck off like obviously this channel is not for you this content is not for you thank you for helping me limit you know thank you for like helping me figure out that this channel is not for this child yeah you know where I was like okay well this obviously this is this doesn't fit your bread you know kindly fuck off yeah whereas before I'd been like oh my god I'm a failure yeah because you have to think about it like Jimmy Fallon or Robin Williams or all of these absolutely just funny like yeah. people just groundbreaking, yeah. you know, they were subject to ridicule. And, yeah. and the thing is, is like those people, I guarantee you are nothing but jealous. Yeah. You know, like, you know, it's like if they see anybody remotely mm-hmm. starting to stand out yeah. or remotely starting to like think outside of the box, yeah. human nature is to be like stomp on that. Yeah. Well, I, was, I saw this one, I saw this thing on TikTok or a Pinterest once and it said the same crowd that applauds your coronation will applaud your execution, uh-huh. right? They're they're just a number, right? Yeah. Those people, these these usernames, these people who are like commenting on my videos, they're saying all this mean shit. It, if and when, like, let's just say the channel reaches a hundred thousand viewers, and let, let's say the game show is super successful, mm-hmm. those same people that said those mean terrible comments are also going to be like, oh my god, he is so creative. Yeah. I love his mustache. Oh, this is the funniest thing ever. Blah 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 blah. Yeah, you know their opinion. It, they're 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 just their numbers. Yeah, you know their opinion doesn't matter. Their opinion doesn't affect who I am as a person. Um, whereas uh, even just a, I'd say about two years ago, it absolutely would have. Yeah, and you know what? And it's really easy to mm-hmm. say it doesn't matter. Yeah, but it, the reality is, at the end of the day, sometimes those toxic comments mm-hmm. become weighing. Oh, absolutely! It totally you know? does. There, there. It's like small. It's almost like little pieces of concrete that just get stuck on you. Yeah. You know, at first it's not a big deal. You can move around easily, but the more it kind of adds up, the harder it is to walk. Yeah. And the thing is, is that they attack your comedic, mm-hmm. um, approach, yeah. which you value. Yeah. You know, that's so one of my biggest, that's one of my strongest aspects. I yes. Think. Yeah. So they're attacking you. They're attacking you in the things that you think the most about. Yeah. Whereas on me, they're attacking my looks and my age. Yeah. So they're not, they're not stupid with their yeah. attacks. You yeah. know, they're not going to attack your channel by being like, <laughs> how old are you? Yeah. You know, 
it's irrelevant. Yeah. So you have to remember these people are, are precise, mm-hmm. but these people are, it's, it's almost a necessary evil. Yeah. You know, yeah. and the way I look at it, it's like, I don't know. Sometimes I look at it as like, you know what? I'm just proving to myself that I am confident enough mm-hmm. to get past these toxic um, pitfalls. Absolutely. Yeah. And then it's a, and it's a good way to look at it. You mm-hmm. know, you're like, and the thing is, and I think the thing that would upset me more than anything is if I was to stop because of somebody's comment somewhere, if some anonymous user had said something that would make me stop doing it, I think I'd, I would, I would be more mad at myself than I would the comment. I will tell you right now. And I know you well enough that mm-hmm. every time you get one of those mean contents, it puts a little bit of a bigger spark in you. Yeah. And you're like, really fucker? Let me show you this. That's exactly what I was mm-hmm. thinking. Like here, I'll show you. I'll read. I'll read. I mean, I haven't opened my, I stopped watching my contents because it just doesn't matter to me. Yeah. Um, well, like I was telling you the other day, mm-hmm. a lot of the larger um, content creators, mm-hmm. they'll go in, they'll pin like one comment, yeah. make a couple of um, remarks, and then they don't go back. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly why. Yep. Um, this one says, this person has just fake uh, laugh. And it says, nine out of 10 wives, boyfriends recommend this game. This game was, wait, uh, let's see what, what, what said. If this person says, why do you look like you a Rick and Morty fan. So they didn't even say the comment, right. And I've never seen an episode of Rick and Morty. Yeah. Um, says when you just bought the game, so you just blindly think everything's great. And it says, this proves, uh, putting a little bit of effort in a game can go a long way. And it says something about this clip is supposed to be funny. Question mark. Um, it says, I just, yeah, he says, I just woke up and I saw this. I'm either slow or it's not funny. And then like people are just dumb. And Mm -hmm. so, but now I'm like, Oh yeah. Like I'll show you motherfucker. Like, yeah, that's that's exactly how I am. And yeah. it's and to me it's like I always say every time somebody says something mean to me, it makes me brighter, bolder, and yeah. braver. Yeah. Because not only am I have to be bright, bold, and brave for myself, yeah. but I have to be it for somebody who maybe doesn't have as much confidence. Exactly. Yeah. You know, maybe there's somebody out there who wants to wear something, but they're afraid of those comments. Well, you know what? Fuck you. Yeah. Let me just wear something brighter and shorter yeah. and, and hippier and, you know, this and that. Mm-hmm. And that is the only way I know that I personally yeah. can get past those toxic traits yeah. because we've always been fighters. Yeah. You know, and to me, it's like, huh, I'll show you. Yeah, I think and I think that, too. And I think I, you know, I'll I'll think to myself like, OK, well, that person doesn't like it. Well, there's eighteen hundred people who think they do. Yeah. Or that, that that think I am funny or that think that, you know, my content's good. Yeah. You know, in my eighteen hundred are a lot more than that one person. Yeah. And I think of it like that, too. Like if I was to stop, if I think ultimately, too, I think I put a lot of, I put I keep going too because I don't want to disappoint the people who genuinely fullheartedly support me. Yeah. You know, I don't think I'd be able to face them again. You know, the people who are like, well, more importantly, Robert, I don't think you'd be able to face yourself. Yeah. I think, well, I think I would revert back to who I was like in 2017, yeah. 2016. Yeah. You know, where I was just kind of like, uh, you yeah. know, whereas now I'm like, whatever motherfuckers. I got to tell you, once you get that taste of confidence, yeah. it's really hard to get that taste it, out of your mouth. Yeah. Well, it's not only that, but you're like, okay, I need more. Exactly. It's almost like it, in, a, in, a, in a different way, it's almost like an addiction mm-hmm. where you're almost obsessed with it. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's, it's a really good, I, I mean, Obviously, addiction is not good, but but having that kind of drive to better yourself is really nice. See, it's kind of weird, and I just thought of this when you said that, but 
for me, when I was an addict, mm-hmm. I put all of my focus on hiding. Yeah. You know, I wanted to hide from the world because I didn't want anybody to know yeah. my deep, dark, dirty yeah, secrets. Yeah, I wanted it to disappear. You know, and so I spent all of my energy hiding. And now that I am who I am, I spend all of my energy trying to be seen. Exactly. And it's kind of that cool duality of yeah. like how my life used to be as to compared to how it is now. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, awesome, Mom. How much do we have time for a game, or are we going to... Yeah, you want to do one? Yeah. Okay. Because I'm on a winning streak. That's right. Do you have your pen? No, I'm going to go grab one. I'll grab a pen. I'll keep score with you. Oh, no, you got your pen. Yeah. Are you thinking I'm cheating or something? I need a piece of paper. Okay. All right. Uh, Do you want a piece of paper right there? What piece of paper? Oh, this is the Doc Martin thing. Oh, I don't want to write on that. I don't want to write on that. Okay. So I'll go first. I'll ask you the question first this time because you asked me the question first last time. So, all right. Hand me three cards. All right. Let me just get my own with my little broken flipper. They're not broken. It's sprained. (laughs) My little swollen flipper. Mm -hmm. All right. Are you ready? Ready. All right. Let's do this. What was Bobby Fischer exceptionally good at? Chess. Oh, wow. I was going to say tennis. <laughs> I remember it because of that Saturday Night Live skit with Will Ferrell, and they're the cheerleaders. Oh, okay. Because Bobby Fischer, who's that? I don't know. I don't know. And they're doing a chess tournament. So <laughs> you can thank Will Ferrell for me knowing that. All right. What river in northern India is the most sacred river to the Hindus? That would be the Ganges River. You are correct. Um, what country was the notorious drug lord Pablo Escobar from? That'd be... Um, oh, I got that one. Fuck. I want to say Argentina. Incorrect. Uh, then let me, no, you don't I, I know, I know, I know, but for the sake of me knowing. Uh, okay. Narcos. It's not Colombia. It is. Is it Colombia? Mm-hmm. Oh, fuck. That was going to be my guess, too. What ingredient do... What ingredient do Celtic... Okay. What ingredient do people with celiac disease have to celiac. avoid? Celiac disease have to avoid in their diet. Um, hmm. Greens. No. What did you What did you say? Greens. Like the color green. Like broccoli and spinach. Oh and such. yeah, no. No, what is it? Gluten. Gluten. Because I thought you said grains. Oh no, that'd be nice. Okay. All right. To All get right, you right. All right. What one thing does the koala's diet mainly consist of? Bamboo. No. Uh, eucalyptus. Oh, I was thinking a panda bear. Yeah. Redo, redo, no, redo. No, you don't get a redo when I gave you the answer, <laughs> shithead. You said, uh, it such, you said it was such confidence. Yeah, because I saw a panda bear. Shit. Yep. Fucking panda bear. What do you call the charge to play a... Uh, what do you call the charge to play a round of golf? What you call the charge? Yeah, like it's it, like to pay for a round of golf is called something. Tea time? Charge fee. Oh. Or no, green fee. Excuse me, green fee. Mm, whatever, koala bears. What does a camel store in its hump? Water. Fat. Really? It does not just store raw <laughs> water. It's literally not just a canteen for a camel. It's fat. Okay. Yeah. In the cartoons, it stores water. Yeah, I well, fuck. Okay, let me have the next one. In what modern-day country is the historical region of Transylvania of Count Dracula found? In what country? Yeah. Romania. Correct. I got one. Whew. All right. 
What was Hillary Clinton's profession before entering politics? She was a senator. Okay, let me reread this a little bit slower. Okay. What was Hillary Clinton's profession? Oh, before she got into politics. Before entering politics. Um, she worked at a <laughs> golf course. No. A movie theater. She was a lawyer. Oh, fuck. I knew that That makes one. sense. Obama has a, was a lawyer, too. Okay, that should have said that. How do you write 14 using Roman numerals? X, V, 1, or I. Incorrect. What are you talking about? X, 10, V, oh, was it I, V? Yeah, because the other one was 16. Six, motherfucker. All right, what was the name of, okay, what is the name of Australia's largest airline? Oh, I ran, I, I literally was in a hotel right next to it. Um, I could get this one. Oh, I saw it a thousand times when I was walking around in Sydney. Starts with an H? A. Starts with, no, it's O. Dude, I, you're. I don't know it. Qantas. Fuck, motherfucker. Yeah, Qantas. Otherwise, you would call it Hawantas. <laughs> Continue, please. I'm making a comeback. Yeah. Do a person's pupils get larger or smaller in bright light? Smaller. You are correct. Wow, it's a tight race. No kidding. Neither one of us are getting very many right. Yep. Who married Prince William on April 29th, 2011? Kate. Well, we're going to go with Kate Middleton, but yeah. I guess you're fine. Who played Tom Iceman Kazanaski uh, in the 1986 film Top Gun? Who played who? Who played Tom Iceman Oh, Val Kilmer. Correct. Yes. What is the U.S. president's official country, res, uh, uh, con, county, excuse me, what is the U.S. president's official county residence just north of Washington, D.C. in Maryland called? The White House? Camp David. Oh, wow. Okay. What is the name of the band that Bruce Springsteen uh, has played with since 1970? The E Street Band. The E Street Band. All I right, I pulled ahead. Wow, you beat me by one. The legendary. Wait, I thought that's over, right? Huh? No, thought, we always do three. Cards. Oh, we do three. Okay. The legendary escape artist Houdini's real name is Eric West. Correct. But he became famous after using what other first name? Wait, st say it again. What's Harry Houdini's first first name? His real name is Eric West. Yeah. But Houdini also has a fake first name. Yeah, the Great. <laughs> no. Uh, Henry. So close. Harold. Even closer. Ferdinand. <laughs> you have Harold uh, and you're gonna. Ed. Oh my God. Old. No. Her. <laughs> Harry. Oh, Harry Houdini. I tried to give that to you. Fuck. What was the name of the group that included Frank Sinatra, Dean Martin. The Rat Pack. Yep. You are correct on that one. We are now tied. Um, who was America's second president? John Adams. You're now ahead by one. Um, whose life is the film Walk the Line about? Johnny Cash. Yep. The Man in Black. Yep. All right. All right. So you got to get two to tie, two to three tie. to win. Daisies and Brownies are the first two members uh, membership levels of what organization? Oh, the um, Girl Scouts. Correct. Fuckers wouldn't let me in. What kind of animal is a gecko? It's a lizard. What the, I picked the fucking easiest goddamn card for you. 
What is the Amsterdam district? Uh, uh, what is the Amsterdam district of De Wallen more commonly known as? The blue light district. The red light district. Okay, oh. one more. What is the clothing worn by surgeons and other medical professionals called? Scrubs. So dumb. You people. Ah, I beat you by one. Woo! That's insane. All right. <laughs> yeah. So let me just paint this picture. He's turned a little red and his chin is bleeding into his neck. <laughs> no. And he's shaking his head. All right. Well, happy New Year's, Mom. Happy Do you want to tell New them Year's. where to find us? Yes. Um, you can find Robert as Robert Robert Pike Pike on Instagram, and he is Sherbert on TikTok and YouTube. I am gray hair and tattoos across the board. And again, Happy New Year, everyone. Let's make this a great 2023, and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye. 